Welcome to Are You Afraid of Ghosts? And this is Jessica Gulliford. Um, it's been a while since I've done one of these. Um, so I appreciate your patience. If you've been waiting for a new episode, um, I am back. Uh, recently, um, I've had actually uh, a tragedy happen in my life. And it was kind of difficult to go through a ghost podcast when um, something tragic happened in my life. So I had a friend who was tragically killed um, and she, you know, it's only been about three weeks, so it's really tough. Um, but hopefully I won't depress all of you. Um, I know that this podcast, if you've been listening for a while, I try to find stories that are true and I find them online. Um, I find them based on TV shows or things I read. And I really think that... Um, I have something to contribute to the ghost world, uh, but if you have your own ghost stories, I want to hear right from you guys um, because that's the best way is really when it comes from anybody who listens. So if you have a ghost story that you've been dying to share, it's um, please email us to, at areyouafraidofghosts at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at areyouafraid3. And um, we have an Instagram, Are You Afraid of Ghosts? And a Facebook page, Are You Afraid of Ghosts? Um, I don't post there too often, so you don't have to worry about being spammed or anything. So the first thing, before I dive into the topic tonight, um, I wanted to actually play a recording. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I was actually at a party, uh, a holiday party, and there was this little old woman there, and um, it was... Actually, at an old farmhouse was where this party was being held. And it was one of those parties where people can do some shopping and such. And uh, I didn't know this woman, but we were sitting near each other. And um, we were in a really old house, like I had mentioned. It was like an old school and an old farmhouse. Don't worry, I'll do some research on it. Find out about all the, all the stories in it. But we were talking about how the house was haunted. And one of the relatives was there and they said, yeah, this house is haunted and Somebody had mentioned um, that I was with. They said, do you know that Jessica does a podcast about ghosts? If you have any good ghost stories. And they said, oh, you do a pod podcast? And I said, yep. So I said, if you have any stories, let me know. And this lady just spoke up and she said, I have a story. And um, I said, do you mind if I record you? And she said, no, not at all. Because it was just easier than me trying to write down everything she was saying. So um, I'm going to play her clip. I believe her name was Roseanne. And she just wanted to tell her little story. And then I'll get into my topic. So here it is. <laughs> Works. Okay. Whenever you're ready. Yeah, All right. When my son was three years old, his grandfather had passed away probably two years before that. And he woke up. He was in a crib in, a, in his bedroom. And our bedroom, the master bedroom, was right next to it. And he woke up and he's going, Mommy, Mommy. So I went into the bedroom. As I walked in, there was cold, I, I, like a cold draft right on my shoulder as I'm walking in. And my son was standing up in the crib holding on to the side. And he's going, Mommy, the man. And he's like holding his leg is like that. No, no luck. I, I got hold of, of him because I, I just had this sense that there was a presence in it. And I, yes, I was 
literally pulling on him. Now, he was a peanut in size. I was literally pulling on him. On my son, yeah, pulling him to get him out of the crib. And this whatever was pulling right back that his pajama bottom leg, the leg on the one, uh, I think it was the right leg, if I'm not mistaken, the pajama pants was like pulled, you know? And I finally popped him out and I went into the bedroom and I said to my husband at the time, not the present husband, wake up, I think it's your father in the other room. He's going, I'm not going in, no way. That is a true, true story to help me God. Do you know about two months later, my son was sitting on the sofa and we were going through a, a photo album, not for any reason. You know, we're like, oh, look at you here, look at you there, blah, blah, blah. We came across a picture of his grandfather, who was now dead, and he looked at, and he had long hair because he had been sick, he hadn't been to a barber, the hair, the hair was long. Anybody that saw the picture thought it was an old woman, actually, because his hair was long in the back. My son looked at the picture, he goes, the man, mommy, the man, and, and all over again, chills all over my body. Yep. End of story. Nuts, right? So... That was awesome. Crazy and a little scary. So I couldn't imagine she was actually tugging on her grandson or her son. And um, yeah, so he was actually being pulled down by something. Uh, what I forgot to mention before I dive into my story um, or my topic was the um, my friend Ashley actually passed away and Ashley was a jokester. And I went to an event in New York City for the Today Show. And she um, obviously would have been there with our, our group of people that I know her through. And I was crossing, the, I was by myself and I was crossing the street to go to the other side. I was by like Bryant Park and uh, which is near a really old library, if you guys know New York City. And I was crossing the street and I actually felt something poke my back, like almost like someone was pushing me. And it was so forceful, I actually turned around and nobody was there. So I want to believe it was her just joking around. So that was freaked out. I actually did a double take. There was nobody there. It's not like anybody walked away or whatever. I was crossing the street. So nobody was in the middle of the street with me. The other thing is um, I crossed the street. I went into our event. I was standing by a table and I was by myself again. And someone tapped me on the shoulder. I turned around to obviously see who was there and nobody was there. So I'd like to think that's another little ghost story that I have. Um, I don't really know who it was, but I hope that it was a friendly person and nobody was trying to like push me into the street. And everyone says, yes, it was my friend, Ashley. You know, she was with me and she was being a prankster. So that's that. Okay, so let's dive into tonight's topic. Um this is actually uh, two topics in one episode. So the first ep- the first topic is Uber drivers. And they actually wrote um, hometown ghost stories on their site. And I just thought this was really cool. Because, you know, I know people who drive for Uber or Lyft or whatever other, uh, you know, type of company that, you know, no, I'm not sponsoring that, getting sponsored by them or anything. But I do, um, 
I think it's interesting when people have to drive, you know, complete strangers around and sometimes they have stories, but it is some, sometimes their hometown, not necessarily about them driving. Okay. So here goes. So this is, um, this, these ones are in Philadelphia and then I'll talk about other areas in just a second. So this is from Hugh in Philadelphia. I've been driving in Philly since 1987. Where I live, there's a cemetery called Mount Laurel. It's the biggest cemetery in Philly with a four to five avenues running adjacent to it. Uh, on several occasions throughout the years, I have encountered a vehicle that I've labeled the Mount Laurel Kelly Drive ghost van. It's all black from the paint to the windows to the wheels. The van won't bother you. It just scares the heck out of you. I have encountered this van on several occasions over the past five years. No one is driving the van. It's definitely a supernatural thing. You don't hear the vehicle coming. It's just suddenly there. If you're ever near the cemetery between 3 to 4.30 a.m., expect to see the van. It'll catch you on a curve, and then it's next to you, speeding up and slowing down, acting like it's going to come into your lane. This can go on for, four, for 5 to 10 minutes, and when you look over, it's gone. A couple of minutes later, there it is again, letting you know it will come and go at will. Damn, that's scary. I have to check it out. But, you know, you guys know the 3, 3 a.m. is like the witching hour. It's when all the ghosts come out. I don't know what it is. Okay, this is Jay from Philly. A few years ago, my family and I visited Eastern State Penitentiary in Philadelphia. One of the last places we toured was Death Row. We were in the yard listening to the guide when out of the corner of my eye, I saw movement in the guard tower. I asked the tour guide if anyone was in any of the towers. She said no and explained that the floors and stairs were not safe. She then asked if I had seen something. I told her I, I had and still do. Everyone in the group looked and couldn't see anything while I still could. I couldn't see figures, but I could make out a uniform and hat. Still, no one could see what I could see. I finally pointed to where the guard was and he disappeared. I've been back and haven't seen it since that first time. It was very exciting. Yeah, Eastern State Penitentiary is no joke. That is really haunted. Okay, Chris from Philadelphia. At work one night at a mental health hospital, I was doing my rounds checking in on the residents in my unit. When I first started working there, I would always hear a tapping sound in one of the lounges. This room is always dark, even during the day. I brace myself when I'm walking by the room because I've always been creeped out by the weird noises. That particular night, I walked past without hearing anything and continued down the hallway. Suddenly, I hear a yell from the room. As I went to investigate, I saw a head pop up slowly in the darkness. I stopped in my tracks, and the dark figure watched me for a while before it slowly faded away. I called some of my co-workers to go into the room with me, and there wasn't anything there. It was very creepy. Yeah, it sounds creepy. This is Shaquille. One evening, I received a call in the middle of the night. The phone rang loudly and only rang once. I jumped out of bed and ran to the kitchen to answer, and just as I did, I saw the figure of a man in a miner's hat, plaid shirt, and red suspenders standing directly in front of me. It scared me so badly that I fell back into my bed and put my head under the covers, like I did when I was a child. When I finally got the nerve about 20 minutes later, I searched my entire home. I checked the doors and closets. No one could have gotten in or out. 
I went to the phone and no calls were received according to caller ID. This is a true and scary story. Yes, it is. This is also Josh from Philadelphia. One morning, I'd woken up at 6.30 a.m. for school. I jumped out of bed so quickly I wouldn't fall asleep again. Since I was living in the basement, it was still dark, but I had become accustomed to it and could see better than most. With heavy eyelids, I began to head upstairs to prepare breakfast. Halfway up the stairs, I heard the sounds of house slippers sliding across the living room floor. Oh, someone's awake, I thought to myself. After sticking my head out and looking around, it was apparent that nobody was in the living room. My heart began to race, and it almost paralyzed me. Fear-stricken, I made my way to the couch to have a seat and contemplate where that sound came from or who created it. The thought had led me to believe that I had gone mad. I remained seated until it was time to leave for school. Yeah, that sounds pretty scary. Okay. This is Jesse from San Antonio. I recently got out of the Navy and started driving with Uber. For the first couple of weeks, I stuck to hanging out around the base, trying to catch other service members who needed a ride. One Friday, a rider gets into my car and asks if I can get him to Fort Hood in a couple of hours. I told him that it would be no problem, and we started our trip. A couple of minutes into the ride, he asked if I could pull over so he could use the restroom. I pulled into a gas station right off of the freeway. I was sitting in the car waiting for him to come back for about 10 minutes when the gas station attendant started locking up. I told him that my passenger was still inside and that he was using the restroom. The gas station clerk then told me that he had been getting ready to close the shop when he saw me pull in. When no one got out of the car and I was just still just sitting there, he decided that he wasn't going to wait any longer. I insisted that this guy was inside, so he went in and checked and didn't find anyone. He even called his manager to get permission to go over the security tape. What he showed me gives me the goosebumps to this day. I pulled in, no one ever got out of my car, and no one went inside. Oh, I just got chills. All I know about the, the guy was that his name was Mikey. He was 19 years old and had been in the Navy for two years. His wife, Marissa, was waiting for him, or Marisa, was waiting for him in New York where he bought a house. It still freaks me out to this day. Oh, that's heavy. I just got chills all over. Okay. This is Peter from Chicago. There is a stretch of road in suburban Chicago that is bordered by a cemetery on both sides. I was taking a rider home just after 2 a.m. when we came to an extremely foggy patch of the road adjacent to the cemetery. We slowed down and cracked the windows when we heard what sounded like elephants trumpeting and a girl screaming for help. As I backed up slowly, we both smelled smoke and heard animals panicking. We were trying to call 911, but the calls kept failing. We left and pulled over at a coffee shop that was still open. A staff member explained that there was a train wreck in 1918 right next to the cemetery. We did some research and found that this is a common occurrence and many people have reported at hearing and seeing the same sounds and smells. Wow. This is Mario from Chicago. When I was about nine years old back in 1999, I had my experience with the hat man. I still remember this night as clear as day. It was around 10.30 p.m. and my mother was given giving my younger sisters a bath. I got out of my bed to go to the kitchen to get a glass of water. 
When I looked to the left, I saw this very tall, dark shadow in front of me and immediately froze. I felt goosebumps all over my body and felt the hair on the back of my neck stand up. The shadow was wearing a tall top hat with a very wide brim and a trench coat. The shadow was slowly moving in the direction of my mother and sisters at the end of the hall. The shadow then stopped and looked at me. I ran back into my room and jumped under the covers, absolutely terrified. The hat man is a very dark shadow with no facial features, just pure darkness. I've talked to some of my riders about my experience with the hat man, and they have claimed to have seen the same shadow. Scary. This is Amelia from Chicago. I grew up on a block with two haunted houses. One day, my friends and I decided to get a spirit board and use it as at the house on the corner where an older lady had passed away. We started asking it questions when all of a sudden we heard the shutters on the side of the house start slamming shut. We all ran off the porch screaming. That's when my brother and his friends jumped off the roof laughing at us, having slammed the shutters to scare us. Knowing that it was just my brother, we went back on the porch to play with the spirit board again. This time we heard a big bang from inside this abandoned house and all the shutters started slamming. We looked at my brother and his friends and asked if they were trying to scare us again. They all replied no. We all looked at each other and ran away from the house as fast as we could. I haven't been back to that house since that day over 15 years ago. Yikes. You guys know how I feel about that spirit board, Ouija board. Okay, this is Diana from Chicago. Once my sister and I were home alone, we were waiting for our mom to come home from work. Around the normal time of our mom's arrival, we were in the basement den and we, we heard our very big and heavy front door open and close and my mom's usual, hello, I'm home. We ran up to greet her and no one was there. The door was still locked. The car wasn't out front. In fact, she ran late that evening and did not come home for at least another hour. By then, we had locked ourselves in our room. As if that was going to save us from the honey, I'm home ghost. <laughs> That's funny. That's creepy, though. Okay, this is Jose in Chicago. On November 29th, 2011, my dog Snuggles was howling in his sleep. It's rumored that when dogs howl in their sleep, it's because they felt the presence of a ghost. I immediately started snapping pictures of where the dog was sleeping, and I caught the picture of the backyard and was surprised to see what was on the camera. Once, while driving with Uber, I picked up a medium. I asked her what she saw in the photo, and she replied that this little boy died 45 years ago. She said that he is confused and still looking for his mom. The other figures in the picture are trying to take him on to whatever is after this life. Oh, that's really sad. This is from Whitney in New Orleans. New Orleans however you want to pronounce it. Being a recent tour guide in the city of New Orleans, there's always a, sto a story to tell. I will never forget the time I saw Madame LaLaurie. While giving a haunted history tour one night in the month of December, I came upon 810 Royal Street, the home where Madame LaLaurie once lived. The story of Madame LaLaurie would make anyone's flesh crawl. Madame LaLaurie is notorious for the horrendous things she did in the past. While telling the tourists the spooky and true story about her, something began to happen. 
The lantern at the front door began to click off and on. We all heard screams coming from inside the house, and a shadow of a woman dressed in 1800s clothing was seen upstairs. This isn't the first time people have experienced these types of things at 810 Royal Street. People believe the cries are tortured spirits and the shadow was Madame LaLaurie overlooking the French Quarter. I believe that was American Horror Story um, season three, but can't remember what her name was. Okay, anywho. Jonathan from New Orleans. When I was a DJ at a club on Bourbon Street, we were pretty slow one night, so it was easy to see individuals on the dance floor. I looked out and noticed a man in a black suit standing at the far corner of the room. He stuck out because of the way he was dressed, but I didn't give it much thought. A few seconds later, other people were heading to the same corner and suddenly stopped and went to another area to dance. Not knowing why they detoured, I again thought nothing of it. Later, I saw the same people at the bar, so I asked them about it. They said it felt cold and uncomfortable, so they decided to relocate. The man was seen a few more times with the same reaction from patrons. This is from Corinne, New New Orleans as well. Once upon a time, there was a girl who moved to New Orleans with her loving boyfriend. Her boyfriend got a job on a cruise ship and had to leave. Then the girl started hearing scary noises coming from the closet. So in true New Orleans fashion, she bought incense and Palo Santo to drive out the spirit. However, it turns out that mice and roaches living in your walls do not care about potent incense. That's kind of funny. June from New Orleans. Mary Laveau is a well-known voodoo priestess in New Orleans. One time a friend came to visit me and we went on tour, a tour of the tomb. Or Marie Laveau, sorry. Um, it started at 10 p.m. and it was very dark and eerie in the cemetery. We laughed about bringing ghosts back with us on the way to our friend's hotel. The next morning, we both had a spooky experience to tell. He said he was awakened in the night, feeling like someone was sitting heavily on his chest and holding him down. Eventually, the feeling left, but he was frightened and had heard footsteps on the old wooden balcony outside his door at the hotel. I also had a ghost story that same night. I had a very lucid dream of a man with bright green eyes and long dark hair lying next to me. He had a long-sleeved white shirt on with ruffled cuffs. He was trying to talk to me. I was completely awake when I heard the TV in the kitchen come on by itself. It continued to do that for months. Let's just say my friend never came back to visit. I wouldn't either. This is from Eric in New Orleans. My ex-wife is Native American. For as long as she could remember, spirits have followed her wherever she is. On this particular night, we were lying in bed falling asleep, and I set out my digital recorder to see what would happen. After about 11 minutes of listening to the floor fan and my snoring, the recording went silent and then made an electronic noise and a voice said hi. In addition to that, we've had numerous stories of activities in the apartment, like doors randomly opening and feeling someone sitting next to you in the bed. It's been like that for years. That reminds me of Paranormal Activity, the movie. Eugene from Boston. Okay, so we're switching to Boston. I live in an old colonial home in Dorchester Center that was built in the late 1880s. It was the first home built on my street and was previously owned by an Irish steamboat captain and his family. 
Every day when my family eats dinner, we can hear his family shuffling around with silverware and laughing in the dining room. We usually hear someone drop a plate and the entire family will go silent. I also see a person walking in and out of my room late at night. When absolutely nobody is home, I sometimes hear a little kid running up the stairs to the third floor and then back down. Yikes. Okay, this is Savannah from Boston. The home I grew up in was notorious for spooky occurrences. And this story is by far the scariest. One day I took a trip to the local grocery store, leaving my little brother, who was 10 at the time, at home. Halfway through our trip, we got a disturbing call from him. He was crying and pleading for us to come home as soon as possible. We left all of our groceries and ran out of the store. About halfway home, a 10-minute drive, my brother called again. He was saying that there was someone scratching loudly outside of his bedroom door. This concerned me because we didn't have any animals. We rushed into our house and up the stairs, not knowing what to expect. My brother's door was covered from floor to ceiling with scratches. To this day, we have no idea what caused them or what would have happened if my brother opened his door that day. As I said before, there are many stories I could share, but that was by far the one that will haunt me forever. Jeez. Okay. Only a few more of these, and then I'm switching over to a different topic here. But I think you'll like it. This is um, Michelle from Boston. Uh, I live in a night. Oh, I'm sorry. I live in a 1740 house with two little ghost boys that love to come out and play. <coughs> Excuse me. Swings move and then stop. Metal doors, door handles rattle. Doors open and close. And, and if they're mad, the doors will slam and get dead bolted. TV channels change from movies to cartoons, light bulbs burst, and radio stations get fuzzy. We had to give our dog away to our neighbor because he refused to come in the house. Jeez. This is Dolores from Boston. I once lived in a house with my family in a town called Smoketown off of Old Philadelphia Pike. The house that we lived in... Um, once an old railroad house, and we believe that the house was haunted because of the things that we saw and heard. One time I was laying in bed and decided to start peeling the old wallpaper off the wall. When I started peeling, I saw a pair of glowing red eyes staring at me. After that, I refused to sleep in that room. Another time, when everybody was upstairs on my mother's bedroom watching TV, we heard something moving across the piano as if someone was trying to play. One winter, I made a snowman, and I felt like she was always staring at us. Once the rain hit, instead of melting, she turned to solid ice. I couldn't wait until I could knock that snowwoman down so she'd stop watching us. Years later, I found out that my younger sister saw the same red eyes in the wall, and that was the reason why she also stopped sleeping in the bedroom. We only lived there for a few years. But my mother said part of the reason we moved was because all the sh of all the strange things that happened. I don't blame them. All right. And last part of this section. This is Jessica from Boston. One morning I woke up at 3 a.m. There you go. The witching hour, guys. I was so sleepy. I barely knew what was going on around me. I went into the bathroom. And when I looked up, I saw a little girl looking out of the window. She was sitting on top of something and my first thought was, oh my God, ghosts are real. I ran from the bathroom and slept in the fetal position for the rest of the night. 
The next day I went to see if the ghost was still there, and I realized that it was only an Iron Man helmet on top of a few boxes. Yep, I'm a complete fool. <laughs> so that's a funny one. Okay. So this is going to be um, a switch of topic, but I really like this. Um, these are just some little blurbs of, and I posted some on the Facebook page. So if you want to see additional ones, you'd have to check out Facebook and Twitter. Um, I did post some YouTube videos, um, but there are a, a lot of celebrity ghost stories out there. Um, definitely more than what I found, but I'll read the ones I found because I think they're interesting. So if you like celebrities, you like ghost stories, well, here you go. This is from Miley Cyrus. In an interview with Elle UK, Cyrus revealed, revealed that uh, the London flat she was staying in during her 2009 European tour was haunted. It was seriously so terrifying. It used to be an old bakery and they turned it into an apartment building and I was having really crazy dreams and really scary things. And one night, my little sister, it sounds crazy to tell you, but she was standing in the shower and all of a sudden I hear her scream. I run in there and the water had somehow flipped to hot, but it was still... It wasn't like the water had just changed. The knob had just had turned, but she hadn't turned it and it was burning her. She was really red. Before I felt this, I thought I had seen a little boy sitting on the sink watching me take a shower. So I felt really freaked out. I was sitting there the next night and maybe I'm crazy, but I could have sworn I seen this little boy sitting there on the sink, kicking his feet. My mom was getting mad that we were looking into it because she thought it was going to scare Noah. So then my aunt, who we hadn't told about this, comes in and she starts freaking out. She's like, I had no idea what happened, but I left the apartment and I came back and all the doors and windows were open. I locked the apartment. I'm like, tell my mom she, she doesn't believe that anything is happening in the apartment. So she told her and I'm like, mom, see, I'm not making this up. Three or four more things happened after that. I will never stay there ever again. When we started looking into it, we found out that this guy and his son, this guy who owned the bakery, it was one of the, these where the dad owns it and the dad owns it. And there was this older man that owned it and his son lived with him there. And I guess the wife died or something. She had gotten sick. So it was just the son and the dad that lived there in the bakery. And then the dad died and the son took over the bakery. And I thought I was seeing the son. I'm not even kidding. Yikes. Okay. Kate Hudson. Um, it just says Hudson has seen ghosts plenty of times. The actress revealed in an extra DVD clip from her 2005 horror movie, The Skeleton Key. Love that movie. I've seen a ghost of a woman with no face and that was really creepy. Another time my grandmother came to me and I woke up and felt amazing that she was around me. That's sweet. Not all ghost stories have to be scary. Uh, Taylor Momsen. Momsen has photographic proof that ghosts are real. My mom grew up in Devil's Lake, North Dakota, and her next door neighbor died. She was wealthy and her belongings got put in a museum, she told people. So I went ghost hunting and took pictures and talked to her and all this stuff. And there are actually two images I took, one of a hand on a typewriter and one of her entire body in a window. Okay. Share. Cher thinks her late husband, Sonny, who died in 1998, is haunting her till this day. 
I love ghosts. I actually think that Sonny makes a light go on, she said. I have a beautiful chandelier that he makes the light go on when it is impossible. There is no power on. I love ghosts. I prefer ghosts to some people. <laughs> same share. Same. Okay. Cynthia Rowley. There was actually a show called Celebrity Ghost Stories. So that's kind of uh, alluring to the, the videos that I post him. And yes, they were real. Rowley recalled a terrifying incident. Re, re, uh, excuse me. She recalled a terrifying incident related to her Greenwich, um, Connecticut estate on the show. The feeling in the house was much more ghost-like. The designer said she would see um, this sort of apparition in the corner of the room. Um, she would see the lady wearing a scarf over her face. One time, Rally escaped a fire in the home and the local fire chief told her that the woman who once owned the mansion was called the Diamond Match Heiress who was badly burned in a blaze. Well, that's terrifying. Anna Nicole Smith. The late Anna Nicole Smith reportedly hooked up with a ghost in 2004. A ghost would crawl up my leg and have sex with me at an apartment a long time ago in Texas. I used to think it was my boyfriend, and one day I woke up and it wasn't. It was like a spirit, and it, I don't know, woo, <laughs> Miming a mimicking a ghost flying from her bed sheets. It went up. I was freaked out about it, and then I was like, well, you know what? He's never hurt me, and he's just given me some amazing sex, so I have no problem. After the interviewer claimed it could have just been a dream, Smith denied the allegation, saying it was not a dream because it was happening every night. I told my boyfriend and he, did, and he didn't believe me. Of course, men. You'll see a trend with some of these that people have sex with ghosts. I think it's interesting. Um, let's see. So, um, Laura Preppen from The 70s Show, she had some ghost encounters of her own. Um, she was also on Celebrity Ghost Stories. Uma Thurman and Ethan Hawke. Um, they sold their upstate New York home because it was haunted. All the houses in Sneddon's Landing are haunted, a neighbor told the New York Daily News. The couple, however, still refuses refuses that this was the main reason they moved. Lisa Rinna. I did not grow up in a house where there were spirits or I felt spirits, but I've always believed in the paranormal of the spirit world. The actress and real housewife of Beverly Hills recounts in an episode of Celebrity Ghost Stories. But whenever she went into her bathroom, she felt a breeze go around like someone walked by and there was never anybody there. Okay. Um, oh, and one night it was about three o'clock in the morning. You see the trend here. And we had the baby monitor on and we hear giggling. Then it went silent. So... You'll have to watch the episode to get the ending of that. Um, Emma Stone. Okay, this isn't terrifying, but it's terrifyingly sweet. During an appearance on The Late Show with David Letterman in July 2014, Stone revealed the ghost of her late granddad often leaves pocket change for her. There's a long family history with quarters, she said. My grandfather leaves quarters. It's just amazing. I love that. Kesha. So during an appearance on Conan in 2012, Kesha confessed to host Conan O'Brien that she's been intimate with a dead spirit. I did go to the bone zone with a ghost. I love her. She said, I don't know his name. He just started caressing me. It was a sexy time. It wasn't like sex. 
watch her, you know, recount it on um, her Conan episode. Um, so if you want to check all that out, love that. Um, let's see. So Haley Duff also claims that she has some, some encounters. It doesn't necessarily say what they are. Um, Latoya Jackson says she often feels her late brother, Michael Jackson's presence in their childhood home in Encino. It's the strangest thing because you feel something like thick around you or behind you. And you're wondering, you don't see anything, but you feel a presence. She said, she also claimed that a security guard had heard tap dancing coming from Michael's old broom. When he told me, I said, you're kidding. That made me want to know even more about, about Michael. I'm sorry, even more about hearing someone tap dance over a certain part of the house. And I go, well, Michael used to do that every Sunday for two hours. We go up there and no one's up there, just tap dancing. And the dog barks at his room, the window, every single night at the same time. The dog doesn't even know that that's Michael's room. And the security guard didn't know. Oh, I like that one. Uh, Coco Austin says, I believe in ghosts because I had a perverted ghost at one time. Coco said on the set of HDNet talk show Naughty But Nice. It's true. During the day, when you think of ghosts, you think of it being dark and foggy and misty outside. But every time I saw or felt anything, it was in the daytime and there were no there was no fog out there. I was watching TV. I was sitting on the couch at 11 a.m. and I was wearing a nightie and I felt my dress move up my leg. Coco recalls. I looked down and got freaked out. I pushed it down, watched TV, felt it again, and I could see it being pulled up. And then I felt a guy breathing in my ear. Oh, my God. That's terrifying. All right. Uh, Susan Boyle. So Susan Boyle, um, she claims in a 2011 interview that she's seen her late mother's spirit. Her energy is still there. I've actually seen my mother in the house, she said. I think she was letting me know she was all right. There was a lovely smell. I used to think my mom abandoned me when she died. Maybe she was telling me she hadn't, Boyle commented. My biggest problem is I feel lonely, especially at night. I always had a fear of being alone, and now I am. She continues, everybody died and left me by myself. There was one period within a few years where my dad, my uncle, my sister, then my mom died. It's as if I was working with a few building blocks and those blocks were scattered and I had to find them one by one. All right, now we're just sad. Eric Bana, the Deliver Us from Evil actor, told Us Weekly that the crew of his 2014 horror film experienced a haunting on set. I know for a fact the makeup special effects team had some truly scary things occurring, Bana said. They had a ghost in their workshop. There's absolutely no doubt. It got to the point where some of them would slip on the floor. They could no longer sleep there. There was no chance. Bella Thorne. She says, I was lying in bed when I saw a shadowy, silvery figure of an old woman creeping across my room. Then it slipped into my closet, she said. I panicked and ran out of bed and swung open my closet door only to see she was in there, but she was gone. I was sure I had seen her ghost. It was really freaky. Lucy Liu. So add Lucy Liu to the list of celebs who have reportedly had sex with ghosts. It was sheer bliss, she told Us Weekly in 1999. I felt everything. I climaxed and then he floated away. 
Interesting. Megan Fox. I believe in everything. Fox admitted to MTV News in 2014. I was just in Mexico at my hotel and it was a bedroom, living room, bedroom. I had pre-ordered breakfast for 7.30 and at 7 a.m. I hear them come in with the table. I hear them pouring the coffee. 30 minutes later at 7.30, I went in there. No table, no coffee, no food, no nothing. No one there. Doorbell rings. I open the door. It's room service with my food. Brandy, the nanny, comes out later and says, why did room service come at 7 when we told them to come at 7.30? So you can't tell me I'm crazy because two people heard it. James Valentine. The Maroon 5 guitarist claims he saw a ghost in the L.A. country home of Harry Houdini. I was the only one who ever stayed there the entire time Valentine revealed on A&E's private sessions in 2008. One night I was there with my girlfriend at the time and we were about to go to bed. She went upstairs. There was a hallway that went up to the second and third floors and I saw somebody walk up. No one was there. Ariana Grande. In 2013, um, she had an interview with Complex. Grande was asked if she had ever seen an alien. She replied, not an alien, but I've had a ghost or demon experience. We were in Kansas City a few weeks ago and went to this haunted castle and were so excited. The next night we wanted to go to Stull Cemetery, which is known as one of the seven gates to hell on earth. The Pope won't fly over it. I felt this sick, overwhelming feeling of negativity over the whole car, and we smelled sulfur, which is a sign, it is the sign of a demon. And there was a fly um, in the car randomly, which is another sign of a demon. I was like, this is scary. Let's leave. I rolled down the window before we left and said, we apologize. We didn't mean to disrupt your peace. Then I took a picture and there are three super distinct faces in the picture. They're faces of textbook demons. I deleted it. The next day I tried to send the picture to my manager and it said, this file can't be sent. It's 666 megabytes. I'm not kidding. I used to have a folder called demons that had pictures with all the screen caps in it. But then weird things started happening to me, so I deleted it. She then goes on to explain more terrifying things that started happening to her. Started happening to her, excuse me. Okay. Hillary Clinton. So Clinton didn't actually, didn't actually admit this herself, but she would reportedly talk to the ghosts of Eleanor Roosevelt um, and Gandhi while holding the position of first lady to ask the leaders for advice. The events were recounted in the 1996 book written by Bob Woodward, The Choice, How Bill Clinton Won. Dan Aykroyd. The creator and star of Ghostbusters revealed to Esquire he has actually had several experiences with ghosts. I saw things moving around on our counter and doors opening and closing. The staff also had experiences. Direct contact in terms of tactile touching and then turning around and there's no one there. Somebody crawled in bed with me once, he said. I was alone in the house and decided to take a nap. I closed the door to the bedroom but didn't lock it. I woke up in this kind of trance where you don't know whether you're sleeping or not. It's what the abductee feels when he's being taken. I saw the door open and I rolled over and looked at the bed and I saw the depression in the mattress. Like somebody was getting in there and I thought, I'm just going to roll over and snuggle up next to it. <laughs> Jenna Bush, 
Um, the former first daughter thinks the White House is haunted. I heard a ghost, she revealed on The Tonight Show in 2009. I was asleep. There was a fireplace in my room and all of a sudden I heard 1920s music coming out. I could feel it. I freaked out and ran into my sister's room. She's like, she was like, please go back to sleep. This is ridiculous. Allison Hannigan. The Buffy the Vampire Slayer star clearly has her own ghost slaying to do. In 2003, Hannigan claimed she lived in a haunted house, but she didn't mind. Hannigan explained, I have a ghost in my house. I saw him a couple of months ago. I don't think he died there because there's a law in LA that when you buy a house, if somebody's died there, they have to disclose that. And nobody did. So I don't know why he's there, but he's very friendly. My friend saw him first one night. She said, I don't mean to alarm you, but I just saw a man follow us out of the house. And I said, well, at least he's gentlemanly. He let us go first. However, that was not the last Allison saw of the spirit. She continues, later that night, I saw this silhouette of a man standing in the bathroom doorway. I was like, sweetie, what are you doing? I thought it was fiance Alexis um, Desinoff, Denisoff, excuse me. But then I looked. Oh, Alexa just went off. <laughs> Sorry, guys. But then I looked and she was sleeping next to me. I'd love to get his name. I'm thinking of putting a little chalkboard where I think he lives to see if he will write his name down. Sorry, that was really funny. That just happened. Gotta be careful what I say. Nicholas Cage. Cage certainly believes in ghosts and even bought a serial killer's home as inspiration for a book. I once lived in the most haunted house in America, he told Vanity Fair. The Lolari Mansion in New Orleans used to belong to Madame Lolari, a well-known 19th century socialite and serial killer. I bought it in 2007, figuring it would be a good place in which to write the great American horror novel. I didn't get too far with the novel. Oh, we were just talking about that. Okay. Demi Lovato. Lovato saw her first ghost when she was only eight years old. I totally believe in ghosts. She revealed on the Mac at night radio show in 2011. When I shut it, I saw a little girl. She was dressed like she was from the 1800s and was standing in my closet. She also told Buzzfeed in 2013, I go ghost hunting. My house in Texas is so ridiculously haunted. Not by a bad spirit, but a little girl. I think her name's Emily. I've had a medium come over and ghost hunters, and they both told me the same name, Emily. There were so many times that I saw her when I was growing up. I saw her in my closet one time. When I was three years old, my mom caught me talking to something by myself. She asked, who are you talking to? And I said, my best friend, Emily. She's playful. She's probably, she'd probably be around 11 or 12 years old, maybe younger. That's scary. Okay. And then she continues. One of my friends, Tucker, came over one time and he asked, so is your house haunted? I said, yeah, just watch. Something will happen. Something always happens. We started to watch a movie when all of a sudden a laptop in my kitchen started to play a movie also. It was a black screen before, so it was a question of who turned it on and hit play. And after that, Tucker texted a friend saying, I think this house is haunted. A movie just turned on by itself. And there was a glitch in his phone that kept texting him back the word definitely over and over again. That happened about 30 times. There was another time when my uncle was in the living room watching TV and a balloon came down the stairs and turned around on the banister. I have a crazy 
I have crazy footage of just orbs flying through the air. It's crazy stuff. Peter Jackson. The Lord of the Rings director had a creepy encounter with a ghost in New Zealand about 20 years ago in an apartment that Fran, my wife, had. He told the Telegraph in 2010. One night I woke up and there was a figure in the room. She was really scary. Her face was like a silent scream. She glided across the room and disappeared into the wall. He told Fran in the morning and she said, was it the woman with a screaming face? We had never spoken about it. She had seen the same ghost two years earlier. So I do believe in some energy, a spirit or a soul. Kendrick Lamar. According to Rolling Stone, Kendrick Lamar has been visited in his sleep by the ghost of the legendary Tupac Shakur. Lamar spoke of the incident to homegrown radio, recalling how Shakur's silhouette came to him and said, keep doing what you're doing. Don't let my music die. Iconic. Keanu Reeves. Reeves claims he saw a ghost when he was a child after moving to New York City. I'm probably like six, seven years old. We'd come home from, we'd come from Australia. Um, we'd, oh, excuse me. We'd come from Australia. Renata, our nanny, in the bedroom, my sister is asleep. She's sitting over there. I'm hanging out. There was a doorway and all of a sudden this jacket comes waving through the doorway. This empty jacket. There's no body. There's no legs. It's just there. And then it disappears. He explained on Jimmy Kimmel Live in 2014. I was a little kid and I thought, okay, that's interesting. And I looked over at the nanny and she was making this terrified face. And I'm like, oh, wow. So that was real. So um, Adele, Adele, uh, ghost to Adele. Hello, it's me. (laughs) In 2012, the Grammy Award winning winning singer moved into a 10 bedroom six million dollar home in sussex in sussex england however adele reportedly told a friend her home which used to be a convent gave her the creeps after she heard strange noises and proceeded to hire around the clock security personnel i don't blame you adele you can afford that stuff too jessica alba says According to you, to Us Weekly, in 2008, Alba revealed she had a terrifying experience with a ghost during her childhood. I felt this pressure and I couldn't get up. I couldn't scream. I couldn't talk. I couldn't do anything, she said. Something definitely took the covers off of me and I definitely couldn't get off the bed. And then once I did, I screamed, ran to my parents' room, and I don't think I spent many nights in that house ever again. Melissa McCarthy In 2016, Melissa Melissa McCarthy admitted she believes in ghosts and used to talk to them when she was a child. I grew up on a farm and I didn't have any real friends, she said. I have a very strong belief that people are out there because I was certainly talking to someone in those barns. Otherwise, I'm just crazy. I really strongly believe in ghosts. Jenny Slate. During an episode of Ellen in 2014, Slate revealed... She grew up in a haunted house. I grew up in Massachusetts. I grew up in a genuine haunted house. I knew it was haunted. When my parents moved in, they bought it with all the furniture in it. The people had died and I'm getting scared even telling the story, she said. My dad went out into the hall and he looked onto the stairs and standing there was the sea captain looking at him, pleading. The fear of that ghost has basically shaped my entire personality. Yikes. Jillian Anderson, the actress participated in a Reddit AMA, Ask Me Anything, where she said she believes in an alternate universe and has even felt spirits' presence. 
I've definitely felt other spirits, she said. I'm quite sensitive to it. And yes, but it's not something you can really talk with too many people about, especially not me. Matthew McConaughey, while on a press tour in 2009 for his movie Ghosts of Girlfriend's Past, how fitting, McConaughey revealed his Hollywood home was haunted by a spirit named Madame Blue. I was not even under the influence and she was there. She wasn't that happy. It didn't seem like she was going to be much fun to hang around or have in my house. So I went ahead and stood my ground. I opened the door and said, you can move around all you want, but I'm not going anywhere. For weeks, everyone that came to the house said the same thing. There's someone down in that hall. There's someone down in that hall. Yikes. Lady Gaga told Harper's Bazaar UK that the ghost of fashion designer Alexander McQueen inspired her to write one of her smash singles. Right after he died, I wrote Born This Way. I think he's up in heaven with fashion strings in his hands, marionetting away, planning this whole thing, she said. I didn't even write the effing song. He did. She could be kidding, or she could be not. Halle Berry, during the filming of Introducing Dorothy Dandridge, Barry reveals, I'd come home and the housekeeper would say she'd heard my vanity chair moving upstairs in the bathroom. When the film was over, I desperately wanted to keep her dress, but it had to go. And then everything was fine. Yikes. Ryan Gosling reported that he said that he reportedly said his family moved out of their childhood home because it was haunted. He just sat. And I knew from a very young age that he was a ghost, too. He scared me. I told my mother, but she couldn't see him. Nobody could. And I learned to live with that. I had to. He said, then a few years later, my mother thought she saw him. Then almost right away, my cousin saw him. And then my uncle. And we were out of there in fairly short order. Selena Gomez believes in ghosts too. So much, she has a ghost app on her phone. During a visit to The Tonight Show in 2015, she revealed, I believe in ghosts, so I have a ghost app. I believe that spirits can tap into technology. Why not, right? According to Gomez, the app has detected paranormal presence in the past. Look, I was in a venue and it actually said people in my life by name. Yikes, I don't even want that app. That would scare me. Okay, Carrie Fisher. A friend of Fisher's overdosed while sleeping next to her in her mansion. Following the events, Fisher revealed to Vanity Fair in 2006 that she felt the presence of his ghost in her Beverly Hills mansion. Lights would go on and off, and I had this toy machine that when you touched it, it would say, F you, eat shit, you're an a-hole. And it would go off in in the night by itself in my closet. I was a nut for a year, and in that year, I took drugs again. Ah, sad. She then had an exorcist come and clear the air. Lily Collins. In 2013, Collins claimed she was visited by a ghost while on a tour in Ireland. I open my eyes and I hear a giggle, she said. And then I felt a rush of air across my body and I heard all these doors slamming, like fire doors, the ones you don't hear opening. But then the air, it closes, three of them, and there were three doors outside my room. Katy Perry. It's been reported Perry was alone in the master suite and saw... A mustached man staring back at her in a mirror. Yikes. Laura Linney became a believer in ghosts after meeting one of the famed ghosts of Broadway's Belasco Theater. It's absolutely haunted, she told James Corden on The Late Late Show. 
I was not a believer. I had been told about the ghosts at the Belasco. There was a mysterious death of a chorus girl at the theater. Legend is that final dress rehearsals, that's when the ghosts come out. I had forgotten this, and I was doing a play with Jane Alexander, and I turned to Jane Alexander, and I looked up to the upper balcony. There were two balconies there, and the upper balcony you could only get in from the outside, and those doors were locked, and I looked up, and there was a woman standing in the front row looking over with a blue dress and blonde hair. I just thought, well, hello. I looked back at Jane, and I looked back up, and she was gone. I went to the house manager, and I said, Joe, I think I saw a ghost. And he went, male or female? I said, female. And he went, blue dress, blonde hair? Yikes. And then Lord, uh, if you guys know Lord, uh, this isn't terrifying, but we figured your hearts needed a break from all of the palpitations. Just know even the Queen Lord believes in ghosts and apparently had some encounters in the recording studio. Ghosts in the studio don't want us to record tonight. They're leaving their ghost hum on everything. Buzz, she tweeted in 2014. Rihanna, on the other hand, Rihanna is trying to avoid ghosts altogether and will not visit the infamous Hollywood Hotel Chateau Marmont because she thinks it's haunted. And there has, in fact, been super supernatural sightings. You can feel it, man, she said. It's borrowed space. Thank you so much for listening. I hope I didn't scare you too much. Good night.